Hello everyone and welcome to Script Free. Today is Mike Barkoff. This is a Mike Barkoff and Braden James show. Braden James unfortunately cannot be here today, but I know we said that we were going to talk about the Super Bowl and what I can bring to you, what I can provide is to talk about the halftime show because I am a fan of music, especially the people that are performing at this halftime show. I like them a lot and I just thought it would be a little interesting to go over some predictions uh, about what they're performing for their set list. Um, and uh, I, I also want to clarify that the first episode that we did of uh, this show was recorded on, uh, one second here, it, it was recorded in advance. Uh, Tom Brady just recently retired, and um, it was crazy because Braden James actually, it was recorded on January 29th, and in that episode, Braden James talks about Tom Brady retiring, and he says that he feels like it is a strong possibility within about a week that actually became uh, the truth that came into fruition. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I, I, I know that the episode is being released on February 12th, and I did not want people to think that we uh, were paying attention to the news. Uh, we just recorded it a uh, long ways away in advance. Um, we're, we're kind of trying to figure out how to release this podcast uh without having to combat and fight off the Live Free podcast, which is kind of a affiliating partner podcast. Um, we're also trying to figure out how to record this, and especially record this uh, with a lot of uh, backing. Uh, that's something that we're not the best at um, yet. We're, we're, we're trying to work on what time works best and how to do it, how to go about it. Um, <clears throat> so I apologize in advance, uh, again, for no Braden today. Um, we will try to get episode three done ASAP. I know there has been talk about possibly uh, reviewing the Super Bowl almost while it's live and then releasing it like later that night. Uh, that would be awesome, but it all depends on uh, what happens and how this comes about. But without further ado, I would like to go into the track list uh, and my prediction for the Super Bowl halftime show. Last year we had The Weeknd. The Weeknd was promoting After Hours, his fourth studio album. The Weeknd's fourth studio album, After Hours. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's his fourth studio album. Anyway, I'm not the, I'm not a huge Weeknd fan by any means, but I, I you know, I, I know of him. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people, myself included, were not a huge fan of that, which is weird because I'm not a huge fan of The Weeknd's hit songs. I don't like Can't Feel My Face. I don't like stuff like that. But After Hours, I thought, was a very well-written and produced album that had a lot of cohesiveness and a lot of layers. Um, I, I, I really liked it. About about a quarter of the album, I really like. It, it was about the same as Starboy, where I really liked a quarter of the album and, you know, Still to this day, I listen to about a quarter of both of the albums. Um, so it was, it, it kind of sucked uh, that I didn't really like it as much as I wanted to. I was really excited because I had just recently liked that album a lot. Um, and it, it, it sucks that he kind of went a different route with it. And he performed a lot of songs that weren't on that album, which is something that I kind of think was a little... Uh, dumb in my opinion that you would do such a thing because you're trying to promote your current album i understand that you have a lot of hit songs and whatnot but it's just uh it's not really ideal in my eyes when an artist does that but either way either way i understand he's the weekend he's huge uh, i'm not trying to sit here and say that he sucks or anything of any means 
But I, I just think that his performance was super unfiltered to the point where it could have been dialed back a little bit and it really would have uh, made the performance uh, a lot better. Um, I think a lot of people will know what I'm talking about, um, that that shot of him in that huge hallway or whatever with the camera and it's just really um, handheld and rushed and you know, I mean, it's like, I understand what you were going for. I understand you were trying to do something that was new and original and inventive, but um, I, it didn't work. Like, you know, it probably read well on paper, but when you went to do it, it didn't really work. <clears throat> but I'm really excited about this year's because of the fact that I'm a huge fan of all of the artists. I love Eminem. I love Dr. Dre. Uh, I love Kendrick Lamar. Those three are all in my top ten. Kendrick and Eminem alone are in my top five. Uh, Dr. Dre is a producer in my top five. Dr. Dre is a rapper. Uh, he, he, he would for sure be in my top ten if he released more, but because of the fact that he takes forever to release and you really don't know if he's done or not <laughs> after about every album, um, he's probably more like in my top 20, but I, I still love Dr. Dre. Um, if it weren't for him, there would be no Eminem. So you have to give the man a lot of respect. Uh, Mary J. Blige and Snoop Dogg, I will say right off the rip, I don't know much about their careers or what they are about. Uh, I know Snoop Dogg more than Mary J. Blige. I just never grew up with uh, Mary J. Blige songs being played around me. Um, <clears throat> I know a lot of people that have, and that's how they got introduced to Mary J. Blige, but I'm just not, you know. <clears throat> Snoop Dogg, however, obviously has his hit songs. Everybody knows who Snoop Dogg is. Um, I really don't see Snoop Dogg doing anything less than the hits. Uh, so he, he's like the easiest person to start off with here. Uh, Mary, Mary J. Blige, I guess if you didn't understand what I was just saying, I probably won't go over her like at all because I don't know any of her songs really. But Snoop Dogg, easiest person to go off of after Mary J. Blige is out of the picture, will for sure just be doing some hits. Uh, Drop It Like It's Hot will probably be like the main thing that he does. Uh, I also think it's worth adding before I get too far that they only have 13 minutes, a combined 13 minutes between these five artists. Uh, so that that's something to put into account too. So I really don't think that they're going to be performing more than one song, but that song could be a medley um, of three songs put together, you know, but I, I, I do think in terms of Snoop standing with the microphone and a beat going, I do think it'll probably just be, um, one, one, one time, you know, one, one song, one consistent song. And then on to the next person, uh, which I know is confusing. Cause I just said medley comprised of like three or four songs. I didn't mean to do that, but, um, you know, you know what I mean? He, he's, pro he's probably not going to stand there doing Drop It Like It's Hot, followed by um, something from Doggy Style. I, I really cannot think of any Snoop Dogg songs off the top of my head. Uh, me and Brayden were just talking yesterday about Young, Wild, and Free. Um, uh, Imagine is another one that I really like. Uh, God, I cannot think of any of them. Like, I, I know Snoop Dogg better than this. Like, I, I, you know, I don't listen to him daily or anything, but I've definitely went through his catalog, you know, to a degree. Um yeah, I, I don't know why I'm not being able to think of any song titles, but um, um, <clears throat> I, I really just think he's going to stick to the hits. That's just how Snoop Dogg is. He's all about showing up, having a party, making people laugh, uh, whatnot. 
Um, that that just is kind of his his vibe and his thing, and that that's all right. You know, um, I I also say that because of the fact that Dr. Dre literally said they're going to be doing just the hits. Um, so with that being said, by Dr. Dre, you can tell that, especially when it comes to beyond Snoop Dogg would drop it like it's hot, you know, you're moving forward to uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, you, you, can, you can stop and you can say, okay, let's look at his hits. Uh, you have Swimming Pools, which I really don't think he'll perform because I'm, I'm a huge Kendrick fan. And that, that concert he did, uh, was that November, December, maybe October? I don't recall him performing Swimming Pools. Uh, I know he went through all of his albums, and I, I think he's kind of putting Swimming Pools off to the side. Like, like that's my one of my hit songs, but like I don't really like it that much. Because Kendrick Lamar has come out and said that he, uh, quote, unquote, wasted time on his career trying to make hit songs. So... I don't know for sure, but I'm 99% sure he did not perform swimming pools. So like that, that one gets X'd out. Um, in terms of anything else on Good Kid, Mad City, I know Money Trees is huge. Um, I know Good Kid and Mad City are both huge because there's two songs. One's Good Kid, one's Mad City. I know those are both huge, um, especially especially because Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, I don't know the exact amount of time that it has been on the Billboard Top 200, but it is a crazy amount of time. It is right up there behind Eminem's curtain call for the longest time on the Billboard Billboard Hot uh, Hot Top Top 200, um, like right there. And Eminem's curtain call has been on that list since it released in 2005. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm like 99% sure Good Kid, Mad City has been on that list since it came out in 20. 12. I believe it came out in 2012, but I always get it confused. Uh, it might have been 2013. I, I always forget. Um, well, let me let me stop real quick to do a little fact check here on Good Kid, Mad City. <clears throat> Good Kid, Mad City was released in 2012. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't confident in that. Now let's type in weeks on billboard. And 450 weeks has spent over eight years on Billboard 200. Good Kid, Mad City is still in rotation. It's still loved by a lot of people. I guarantee you Kendrick will be going over at least one song on that album. If it's going to be a hit song, I really don't know. I'll get into that later. But I really think Kendrick will probably, for the most part, try to stick to his most recent body of work, which is Damn. Um, if, if the rumors are true, I'm recording this on Thursday, February 10th. If the rumors are true and he releases something tonight, I could see him going for a single performance based off of what he has just released. But I honestly don't think the rumors are true. I don't want to <laughs> have my hopes crushed again because I stayed up every Thursday uh, in January up until 11 waiting for Eminem to drop, and it never happened, and I just walked away from that extremely disappointed and extremely saddened, <laughs> and I don't want to do it again with Kendrick, especially because it's been even longer since he has dropped, but I really think um, for sure we can look for Humble, maybe all right with everything going on in this world off of To Pimp a Butterfly, um, but I, I really don't think that uh, that he'll do anything from Good Kid, Mad City, 
because of the fact that I think he's trying to kind of amp up and leverage what he's about to release. But with that being said, I feel like he might be kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this, maybe teasing people a little bit. Like, yeah, I have an album coming out this year, but I don't want you to know how soon it is. So yeah, I will actually go all the way back to Good Kid Mad City. I could see him being somewhat cryptic like that, if that makes any sense. But I really don't know. And uh, he's, he's kind of a hard one to guess with, especially because he hasn't released any music for five years. But like I said, I will be covering uh, for sure a track that I could see him doing uh, here in a little bit. Um, I'm really excited because I really want him to release uh, another album. Like I've been waiting for a long time. But... I want to know when, <laughs> so I'm really not trying to watch the halftime show and just be disappointed or feel disappointed because of the fact that he, uh, I mean, I, I, I love Kendrick Lamar, so I'll appreciate it either way. I'm sure it will be really badass, but I just, I really want a new fucking album. I'm starved for a new album, but we'll, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see how it all ends up with the set list and the tracks. Um, I, I don't know. When it, when it comes to Kendrick, uh, everything that he's been doing, uh, one second here. when it comes to Kendrick and everything that he's been doing, I'm trying to kind of get, get something off my chest without knowing how to say it. I, basically what I'm going for is I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan, but every time I see him do something new, it kind of irritates me because it's not covered by anything new, if that makes sense. Just like that concert he just did, uh, November, December, whatever, I briefly touched on that. I was really irritated because it was like he was going to do this concert, the first one in years, and it was just all these old songs. Which he said right off the rip, like a long time before the concert, that that's how it was going to be. That part I can respect. But going into the Super Bowl, it's somewhat, you're blind. And I just, I feel like there's been so much lately of... Kendrick Lamar going to do something new and we're blind. The fans are blind. They don't know what to expect. And I just feel like it's almost to a point where, <clears throat> where we've really just like been starved to the point where it's like, it's wrongful, you know? Um, and I know it's not entirely his fault. Um, I know that top dog uh, has a part in that. And I know that they, um, especially lately, I don't know what their, what their, what the hell their deal is. Um, they piss me the, they piss me off. Um, how, how long it's taking SZA to release her second album, how long it's taking Absol to release his fifth album, like, man, that's crazy. And then, I, you can't tell me J-Rock hasn't made another album after Redemption in 2018. I guarantee he has. Will we see it this year? Hell No. I, I'm just tired of them playing this fucking duck, duck, goose type of situation with their music. And I'm sorry for Top Dog, like, if you're listening. Uh, I'm, I'm, But, like, th this is the thing. I, I was at one point defending you, like, when, when I saw, like, the music choices. Like, back in 2019, I was defending that label. Like, oh, no, you know, they're just trying to gear up for a year, you know, yada, yada, whatever. But like 2020 was like that. That was like that was when I was like, okay, this label is like ridiculous because we are in the year 2020. You can't tell me that SZA and J Rock and Absol do not have enough 
music put together that they cannot combine that and release an album. It's 2020. There's a pandemic going on. There's no new music coming out. I do not understand how a label is going to not take that as a sign and say, hey, you know what? It'd be a great time to put some fucking albums out. Like it just, it does not make sense to me, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm touching on a, on a raw nerve here. Um, I, I just feel like, and, and Dreamville did it recently too with Earth Gang. Uh, January 28th, they were supposed to, to, to release. So I think me and Brayden actually recorded the day after they were supposed to release. I'm just now putting that together. Uh, or maybe I just uploaded it the day after, but I, I can't recall. I, we, we recorded it close to January 29th. Um, but, man, that, that was so... How they did that was ridiculous, too, because it was Earth Gang's dropping January 28th. They tell us that, like, three months in advance. They spend those three months not saying anything else, just releasing, like, two singles, get to that January 28th week, and that, that promotion was so bad, I, I forgot that it was coming out that week. And when I realized it was coming out that week, I was like, oh, shit, hell yeah, New Earth King, I'm excited. And then all of a sudden that got stripped when 11 o'clock comes around and there's no New Earth Gang album. I was really mad. Um, the, 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 the way that these labels have been treating not only the artists, but also the fans, how hard is it to tweet out and say, Hey guys, like there is a new Earth Gang album tonight, but it's only being performed live. How hard is it to tweet out and say, "Hey guys, here's an update with J Rock. Here's an update with SZA. Here's an update with Absol. Thank you guys for waiting." Like something instead of all this cryptic bullshit. That's I think that's all that the fans really want is just some type of update. This is what's taking so long because I understand that there is also a point where taking that long is beneficial for artistry. Like, trust me, I, I'm an artist talking about this. I make films. I have artists that make music that I work with. I understand how that goes. How taking your time with something, perfecting a project, like, I, I understand that. So I have an extra layer of understanding for Top Dog. But, like, like putting into perspective, if one of my artists were to release music uh, or be about to release music and we said it's coming out this Friday, um... February 11th, if, if I told, okay, this, let, let me figure out a better example. Uh, let, let me pull up a calendar on my phone. Uh, I believe April 8th is a Friday, maybe, because I was trying to schedule someone's song for them. Yeah, April 8th is a Friday. So if I were to say right now, April 8th, I have someone's song coming out. Like, like right now, how I just said that. I was trying to schedule someone's song for April 8th. Trying. I was trying to schedule someone's song for April 8th. It fell through. So you cannot expect at this point in time any new music from us or any uh, North 69 Eras, 12 Digits, anyone on April 8th because it fell through. Unless I get a new song sent to me and then I push forward with that date again with their new song, right now there is no new song on April 8th. That might change, and if that does change, we will be promoting it, but the only time that I have worked with these artists and we have promoted a date that has fallen through was October 31st, I think it was, of 2020, maybe October 30th of 2020, because I had my days all messed up. I, I thought I had scheduled it, I, and you, you can tell by how I just said that. I'm pretty sure that I had thought that I scheduled it for October 30th, but I actually scheduled it for October 31st. So instead of coming out on the traditional Thursday night, it came out on a Friday night. Um, and it was, 
it was one of those things where I was, you know, I had been promoting it and I stayed up until 11 that Thursday night and I literally was like, okay, like what the hell? And then I stayed up till midnight. Okay, what the hell? And then I was like, fuck, I think I fucked this up. So I looked into the problem and sure enough, uh, I had my days all messed up. And, um, I mean, seriously, I, like the first thing I did was I took to our Facebook page and I was like, Hey guys, sorry about the fact that, um, this didn't get released. Like that was not my intent. I wasn't trying to lie to you. I had my day messed up. It's coming tomorrow. Um, and that would just be perfect if, if that was the level of appreciation and consideration and care that Top Dog put into the fans and the listeners in regards to their music and their musicians. It would be great. Next, we can get into talking about Dr. Dre and what he is going to be bringing to the Super Bowl. I initially thought that Dr. Dre would be performing, but honestly, I don't know. I think he might be more of um, a, a, a DJ, kind of a, not necessarily really a DJ, but kind of like uh, doing something with the beats more to uh, amplify the fact that he is a beat maker and that is what he's best known for. Uh, I just kind of thought about that the other day, but I, I don't. I really don't know. I, I could see it going both ways. I could definitely see him doing that at first and then going into performing. Uh, I hope he performs, but the thing is, the more and more I think about it, all of the songs that I could see him performing really would need to be dialed down and edited and censored. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, so so like going back to what I was saying before, a song off of Good Kid, Mad City that I could see being performed is The Recipe because Dr. Dre and Kendrick Lamar are both on that song. The only problem is the chorus goes, woman, weed, and weather. I would think that they would have to replace the word weed. So woman and weather, like that's how it sounds Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I could see that maybe skipping the chorus. Actually, I probably couldn't because the chorus is kind of what makes that song uh, work. But um, I, I could definitely see some type of medley where Dr. Dre does the songs that he's done with other artists, uh, but it would take some censoring. Uh, for example, the next episode with Snoop Dogg and Forgot About Dre with Eminem. Uh, maybe even I Need a Doctor with Eminem. Um, I don't know about any songs that he has with Mary J. Blige, but I'm sure there's at least one. But I really think that um, what we might be seeing is we might be seeing some type of, okay, at first he's a beat maker and he's doing this or he's doing that. And he slowly transitions into becoming a performer for the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I know that's a bad prediction, <laughs> but um, I, I, I think what the point of this is, is kind of a, hey, Dre, we really appreciate you, you know, um, done a lot for us. Uh, that I think that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from this. Like, before you get too old, we'd like to really go out on a strong note with you. Um, and then, you know, like, like, we'd like to be around you, the people that you founded, the people that you believed in, the people that you've helped, and we'd like to, uh, you know, enjoy this huge moment with you if, if possible, you know? Um, so that, that's, that's really what I kind of think, uh, is going on in terms of that. Uh, you know, again, we'll, we'll, we'll see, but I, I really do think the more and more I think about it, that that's exactly what is happening. Um, 
because I mean it it it's crazy because you could have had the Super Bowl with just Eminem. You could have had the Super Bowl with just Kendrick Lamar. This is the first time I you know in in recent history for sure, but I think honestly it, it might be in all of history where they've gotten so many people from a label to do one performance at the Super Bowl. I mean, it is crazy. It is really just insane. And, you know, uh, they, they've been teasing kind of a aftermath takeover. Um, and that, that definitely uh, is something that could happen after the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, I, I, mean, I mean, we'll see how much uh, validity those reports have to them. Because uh, if, if they have a lot of validity, I feel like we will see Kendrick performing more because that means an album is imminent. Uh, if they're not true, or I mean, I guess they could be true and they could just be trying to throw us for a loop. Uh, I, I think that we have a lot of that coming up uh, as listeners of Dre, Eminem, Kendrick. I think we have a lot of being thrown for loops coming up. Um, you know, a, a good a good example is, like I said, Kendrick doing that concert and saying at the end of it, see you guys real soon. Uh, almost being probably four or five months out and there's still nothing. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what he thinks real soon is to us, <laughs> but um, real soon is not another 10 month wait or, you know, I mean, you're, you're kind of coming up on the end of that date, you know, six months probably real soon for me. But, um, uh, you know, uh, with Eminem, you know, all the collaborations that he's been doing, especially with that network and the vinyl drops, uh, stuff like that. It just, it really seems like he's been promoting a new album and then he just never releases a new album. And it is crazy <laughs> being an Eminem fan because it gets really old after a little bit. And I, I, I know a lot of people wish he would release uh, stuff while marketing it. Um, I understand why he doesn't because Eminem is... Um, his fan base is something different because you have people that hate him mercilessly and there's not really any good reason that they hate him. And then you have people that love him and they probably love him a little bit too much. Uh, and then you have people in the middle that probably aren't even going to listen to the new album, but they'll for sure listen to a new single and they'll probably not like it as much as uh, certain other people. They probably won't respect it as much, but they'll for sure listen to it still. Um, that, that kind of brings another question because we saw that in the, in the advertisement, uh, Slim Shady versus Eminem. Is it going to be old Eminem or is it going to be new Eminem? With Dre saying that it is going to be the hits, I really do think that, uh, I, I honestly also don't really recall if I kind of tapped into Kendrick's hits. <laughs> Sorry for backtracking right here, but, uh, I would probably say, all right, humble, maybe, uh, King's Dead or all the stars, um, for Kendrick. Um, Dr. Dre, uh, I know I already said these, but, uh, still Dre, um, the next, still Dre or the next episode for Snoop Dogg, um, forgot about Dre, the recipe, um, maybe I need a doctor, uh, I couldn't see him doing anything off of his most recent album. I really could not. I know there's Kendrick and Eminem features on that, but if he said just the hits and those didn't really perform very well. Gospel is also another possibility because that was on GTA the contract, but I just, I don't see them really performing gospel. There would have to be a lot of censoring and I don't think that it would make the average listener uh, stand up and say, oh, that's a great song because there's a lot of thinking involved with that song. Um, another 
great thing going forward with the M&M thing is, as I mentioned, you have old M&M, new M&M. You also have um, this really uh, dense history of an artist. Um, you have Stan. Uh, he, he's done that before. He's done a medley of Stan, Love the Way You Lie, and uh, Walk on Water, when Walk on Water was his latest single. I don't think we'll be seeing Stan. I think he's going to be doing more of a party cut type of uh, vibe for his songs. I'm talking, um, uh, like, probably My Name Is, maybe, uh, or The Real Slim Shady. I can see it being one of those two. Um, maybe maybe even without me, uh, may, maybe he'll merge all three of those together really quick, like do, do uh, you know, a quarter of a verse from each one really quick, you know, some crazy stuff like that. Um, and then I could see him kind of pulling from the middle of his discography, like Beautiful, maybe, from uh, Relapse. Or something from recovery, like No Love, I think would be one that would uh, hit a lot of people, or Not Afraid. And then I think something from his newer album, uh, which uh, is a phenomenal album, um, uh, Music Be Murdered by Side B. Uh, the more and more I listen to that, the more and more I love it. I had a really difficult time kind of getting into it at first, and then I realized it's because of the fact that he's more more on that album, he's more speaking than he is anything. He's not singing. He's not rapping. He doesn't have a lot of uh, anger in his voice. He doesn't have a lot of, uh, you know, I am whatever you say I am. You know, he, do he doesn't have that, that boom, 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 that energy. Uh, he just, uh, he's just, uh, you know, I was young, I was hungry. At 21, I was lucky to find a f uneaten fucking honey bun I forgot about. You know, he's saying shit. He's just, he's talking over a beat and... There, there's not much energy there, but I, I learned after a while to really appreciate that because I think that that could be the new type of uh, build that he goes with. Um, you know, he, he is getting up there in age. Uh, he does kind of need to settle down a little bit. Um, you know, uh, I, I think like, like what I what I really like about Eminem, uh, especially considering the Parables remix from Corday and Eminem, um, he has done really great at continuously, consistently, always, ever since he began, uh, all the time in his career, always doing something that he has never done before. And it is really cool because you would think that there would become a point where that would be extremely hard to do or he would get tired of doing it. But he's always trying something new. He's always managing something new. Um, a lot of people are critiquing him for that and something new. And sometimes it hits him hard. Sometimes he doesn't care at all. And, uh, I, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. You have to love rap. Uh, just, just like red man, you have to love rap to continuously try something new. Um, you know, there, there's, there's songs, uh, from red man where you'll put one up and then you'll put the next one up and they're completely different. And it's the same thing for Eminem. Um, and I know Eminem will, will appreciate being compared to uh, red man from, from, a, from a huge stand who knows that Eminem's favorite artist is red man. Um, or favorite word play lyric lyricist, um, you know, um, but like, seriously, they're, they're, they're one and the same. They're always trying something new. They both love hip hop and they're both always going to be doing something, uh, you know, uh, not just to get rich or make a quick dollar, but really just to say, Oh, I've done that. I've meddled around in that sandbox. You know, I, I, I did that, uh, for, you know, um, 
rap, you know, and hip hop. I did, I did that. I dabbled a little bit in that, and that's what I've tried. Um, so off of music to convert by side B, I guess it could be from side A also. I could see him doing Godzilla, uh, Darkness, off of MTV side B. I could see him doing Nat, uh, Rap God. I could also see him doing the fast part of real quick. But I do think that he would be doing something off of the cut of his most recent album. Uh, um, really, I couldn't... Guns Blazing, right in front of me. Guns Blazing, him and Dr. Dre, I could see that song being performed. And that was honestly a super solid song. So like, if he did that, that would be fucking crazy. Um, but I could also see him doing that. I could also see him doing all sorts of other stuff uh, off of MTV... MTMB music be murdered by side B. I'm having a hard time uh, saying the initials of it. Um, for example, uh, the Killer Remix. Um, let me think just a second here. Dark. Did I already say darkness? I already said darkness. Um, yeah. What's up? Higher. Higher. I can see him doing higher. I can see him doing Zeus. I could even see him doing Discombobulated. Maybe uh, the third and fourth tracks that I'm not having a, any luck thinking of the names of. Uh, Alfred's Theme and uh, God, what is the fourth one called? Tone Deaf, uh, may, maybe even uh, Book of Rhymes. I mean, seriously. M Music to be Murdered by Side B, M did so fucking good with, with songs that are replayable and they have their own little nook, their own little niche, their own little legacy. He did fucking phenomenal with that album. Really, I could see him doing any of those songs off of that album. Uh, I would, I would think he would avoid like, uh, or these demons would definitely be dope if he performed that. But I, I could see him like uh, skipping "She Loves Me" and uh, "Favorite Bitch" for obvious reasons with the latter. Um, you know, I, I, I really think that his his uh, discography is so intense and deep. And I, I mean, seriously. Sorry for going on a splurge talking shit about Top Dog. I didn't mean to. Top Dog, I still love you. I'll still listen to your next project, but you guys piss me off sometimes. Dreamville, uh, never do that again with Earth Gang or anyone that really was stupid and that pisses me off. Uh, sorry for talking about Eminem so much and how much I love him. If you don't, if you have not heard Music Premier by Side B, stop and listen to Music Premier by Side B. My favorite song off of there is probably Favorite Bitch. Uh, I really like the flow on that. After that, it would have to be Nat. These demons are higher. Those three, I mean, those three are in a row. Nat, or Gun, I think it's Guns Blazing, Nat, these higher, and then these demons. Those four songs right there in a row are fucking incredible. They're an incredible kick of four songs. Like, seriously, don't, if you, if you want to listen to more Eminem, I'd really recommend that or if you haven't listened to Eminem and you have time and you want to do that I really recommend that like crazy shit um I look forward to the Super Bowl halftime show Braden looks forward to the Super Bowl uh we're both looking forward to kind of reviewing it we're both hoping that we can talk about it uh somewhat live and we really hope to see you soon uh I feel like I've covered it pretty well with the Super Bowl halftime show but I am excited for whatever they do and i'm really looking forward to it and i'll be watching it with you guys so you guys have a good one and script free will we be that sorry about that script free will be back asap